Welcome to the Oven Gleamers World Podcast, helping you navigate oven cleaning as a business. Marketing tips, interviews, and agar cooking tips and news. Now, here's your host, Graham Rogers. I'm Graham Rogers, the founder of Oven Gleamers, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about my life with an agar cooker. Uh, and the reason I'm going to talk about this is because it's March 2016, and it's 20 years. Uh, it's coming out for 20 years since uh, I left the Air Force. Uh, I left the Air Force on redundancy in '96, and 20 years since I bought my first Arga. Um, so at the time, I was living in a traditional stone cottage in Wales and I was very redundant and one of the things on my list of things to do with my redundancy money was to buy a agar cooker and the reason I wanted to buy one is because when I was growing up my my dad used to take me to his farmer friends and the thing that I remembered uh, and that stood out from visiting his friends were the fact that they had agar cookers in their kitchen and uh, to me as a like a small small child they really sort of made an impact on me because of obviously the size when you're, when you're small they look quite big uh, and the fact that somebody would have such a big cooker compared to the one we had at home anyway so that's always in my back of my mind that uh, that's what I would like to have and uh, in the village where I was in North Wales I noticed that people were buying traditional cookers, argas, uh, um, and other arga type cookers to go in their cottages. So I thought it would be a good idea to get one for my cottage. And uh, I had quite a large kitchen, so that, that I thought, well, it's, it's going to heat the kitchen up and uh, it's going to be something better to cook on because I just had a traditional small standard double oven to cook on and it's going to make a a impact on the kitchen and uh, as I was trying to sell the house at the time I thought well it's going to add value to the, to the property too so I looked at brand new augers and uh, so this is 96 and a brand new auger was I think it's about two and a half thousand pounds so to me that seemed quite a lot of money and then I started looking at uh, second-hand reconditioner argos and I have happened to be in a like a, like a hard, hardware shop which did uh, stoves um, they had a reconditioner argo in there and it, it really looked pretty good it looked, looked pretty impressive and it was a Argo which had been renovated but there was something about it which I'm glad I didn't buy it because it actually instead of being enameled they'd taken all the enamel off and then, then they spray painted it and, and I've since uh, I've since cleaned those Argos and, and they're, they're actually impossible to clean because you just you cannot get 
the grease off them because because there's no enamel on them it makes it very difficult to clean compared to a normal Argo which when you know what you're doing the rest is straightforward to clean so I looked at new ones I looked at that reconditioned one and then I happened to be down in Somerset uh, uh, visiting my parents in, in Taunton and in the local newspaper Somerset County Gazette there was an advert for an Argus, so my dad said, well, when are you going to have a look at it? So off I went, and it was a reconditioned Argo, and it looked really good. And it was a, a fair price, it was £1,600, and uh, I, um, I, I took the car I wanted it, and I asked them whether they could take, bring it all the way up to North Wales, and uh, he agreed to that, and... Uh, I think it's about a month later they came up to North Wales and installed it for for, for um, me and I say they the guy actually renovated it was in his 70s it was a uh, 76 I think at the time and the thing I remember about him was he had these huge muscular arms uh, and he could just pick things up because like hugely strong for his age and uh, he, he brought up a plumber to help him with all the uh, bits and pieces to make sure it's put in properly to put in the fuel line uh, to make sure the because it was an oil arger it was an oil com converted so it was a standard arger so a standard arger it was one of the original argers so that, that means it had the original style with enamel lids uh, just two ovens uh, and on the top plates when you look at the two top plates on an Argo uh, most traditional Argos except for the brand new ones more recent ones I've got top rings which you could take off now on the traditional standard Argo there's only one only one of the rings comes off I think it's the left hand side one anyway it's slightly different. <laughs> it's got enamel tops, um, and you, you see them. Uh, they're, they're normally they've all, all been converted these days. And uh, so I got, I got one of those. Uh, these two guys installed it for us. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty good weekend. We had. Uh, they spent. Uh, I think they spent the Friday fitting it, and then they stayed the night. And uh, we went in the pub next door, and we we pay we pay for their accommodation, and. Uh, it all was all working by the time they left and uh, that Argo worked really well uh, it was an oil Argo so um, I didn't know about coking up and that sort of thing on oil Argos then but it worked really well for, for a period of time until I got it serviced and I, I think uh, the reason I got it serviced is because it, it it coked up at Christmas time so I think perhaps I got it installed in, in April of 96 and by that Christmas that Christmas, whilst we're cooking Christmas dinner things, it decided to stop working uh, and we had to get a guy out to fix it and he got it running again but it didn't really last very long. I think it was like a couple of months before it all stopped working again and what I mean by stop working, uh, it, it uh, the flame started burning yellow and it just went cold really, it, it wasn't getting enough heat on the, on the burner. Uh, and it's all 
I know that to be like traditional like cooking up cooking up of the uh, of the burner so um, that auger we, we got to use it we used it really well a lot and we really loved it and it really did make a difference to that small cottage it heated up the whole downstairs and uh, and, uh, and upstairs really it went up because uh, we had like an open pan kitchen with the stairs going off heated up the kitchen heated up the whole house and uh, because we got used to, to using Arga uh, when I bought my next house which was a house in Somerset and I renovated it, so when I actually moved into it, it didn't have any uh, any any kitchen to, to talk of really. Uh, uh, and I put a brand new kitchen in there. Uh, and one of the key features I knew one of the key features was going to be the Arga cooker. Uh, and this time I bought a brand new one, and I got it, uh, I got it a slight discount because uh, the building was the listed building. And I got VAT and Zem. I don't, I don't think you could do that these days, but at the time, so that was like an added bonus. But to actually get the Arga in uh, was quite a process because because um, I had a back boiler, so I don't um, you get you can get put a boiler on a gas and oil. I don't think you get boilers these days on the on the, on the new modern Argas. They just don't do them. But then you could get a boiler uh, which fitted on the on the barrel, the main cast iron barrel of the Arga uh, and it would provide you with constant hot water but to actually get the plumbing installed to, to actually make sure everything was correct was, was quite a process uh, and it did add quite a bit of, a bit of expense on to getting the Arga installed because um, it had all this separate pipe, uh, pipe work and stuff but uh, it all looked pretty good in the end. Uh, the, the kitchen looked fantastic. Uh, I, I copied a, uh, a design out of the Arga brochure. I, um, well, I did. I got some. I, in the end, uh, after lots of different quotes and which varied hugely from like twenty-five thousand pounds down to the cheapest, which is what we went for in the end. From the, the up from the IKEA uh, was two and a half thousand pounds to get all the cabinets. And then I paid from, for some extra bespoke work, uh, uh, a bespoke fireplace surround. And uh, I bought some mahogany knobs, so I got 20, 25 mahogany knobs made by a a bespoke kitchen company so all I got was a knobs made and I put those knobs onto a shaker style kitchen on the IKEA shaker style kitchen and you're really looking at it from a, when you're in the kitchen it just looked just the same as it would a traditional uh, bespoke kitchen so it worked really well and really uh, it was this Arga really this uh, brand new Arga which I've fitted into the Taunton house um, that really helped me to start the, my business because I got it all uh, brand new Arga in. It was a racing green, a gas Arga with a power flue, uh, two oven again, and uh, it looked fantastic in the kitchen with uh, the cream, cream cabinets, red walls. Uh, 
and uh, at the time I was changing in between, sort of in between or changing jobs. So I went from being a freelance computer consultant to having problems getting work uh, because uh, the market sort of dried up in in around about uh, well just after the uh, around about two thousand two thousand and one work started to become more difficult. Uh, and I, th- I think it was about a, a year after I had the Argo stored, so uh, probably its first service that I had the Argo engineer who came, the same company that actually fitted it, uh, Spillers of Chard, uh, in Somerset, and they came out to service it. And as, as I was chatting to the guy who was doing the service, servicing, he told me how many vans they had. And really, it was that conversation which, to me, I thought, well... You know, this they've got this really strong business. That at the time they had fifteen vans, and they were doing five jobs a day, servicing five jobs a day each. I don't think it's that many because uh, they don't have so many setup teams these days. Because because of the Argo is installed installed differently. For example, the the Argo now arrives the the newer Argos arrive on a pallet, whereas the traditional way of of installing an Argo was to actually build them. Upwards, so you, you you bring all the bits in, and you spend a, two guys will spend a day or more building the Argo and uh, uh, putting it in place. So anyway, anyway, the conversation with this this guy really, I think that was a what, that was a decision I I made then. I made the decision then to start a a company to clean Argos. Well, it was it wasn't only Argos because. I think um, even even though I had some experience of marketing in a business, I, I realised that may, I probably realised it would be quite difficult to market to that to that target um, audience. So I I generated started generated and started the oven gleam business. So which we've re, since rebranded to oven gleamers, but. Um, Anyway, so I had the the gas saga in that house. It was uh, it was still there actually. I rent, I now rent the house out, um, and uh, we along the years we've had a few problems with it, uh, mainly to do with I think most uh, gas saga owners will have this problem, but thermal couple problems. Uh, I think uh, when they come out to service it, they should change that thermal couple every time they come out to service it, and if you forget the servicing, then in the, the and if there's a problem with uh, the Argo, then the good chance it will be that thermal couple. Um, so I've paid out a couple, a couple of big bills, which I mean like three hundred fifty pounds a time to get it fixed um, when there's being an issue with it not working. But I think in, in the uh, fourteen, I think fourteen years I've owned it now, um, we've done that twice, uh, and then we've obviously we've paid for the servicing costs on top. So. Um, and I think servicing is about £120 a year. We get it done once a year. So that, that was Argo. Then um, when I moved um, I moved to uh, North Somerset, uh, the way it worked, I, when I started the other cleaning business in Taunton, I met my wife uh, soon afterwards, and she was living in Wiltshire. So I went. Uh, I moved out of my house in Taunton, rented that one out and lived with her in her house in Wiltshire. And then... Um, when she was leaving the Air Force, we moved to a flat in Clevedon in North Somerset. 
uh, and then from there we moved to our current house in in uh, Pill, uh, which is just outside Bristol, also in North Somerset. Uh, and when we moved here, one of the first things we did uh, was to refurbish the kitchen, and we put in a Arga cooker. Now, um, I did a lot of research about the Argus because uh, to me, um, we didn't really want a gas one. Uh, this kitchen didn't really have a flu, um, so it had to be an electric Arger. And in the end, we went for the 30 amp electric Arger. So the 30 amp is very much like a night storage heater. It's full of bricks, and it heats up overnight on Economy 7. It goes up to a really high temperature, and uh, yeah, then it stays hot all day. Uh, stays hot all the time, just like a traditional Arger. Uh, and the disadvantages of a, of a 30 amp Arga are that they only come in two ovens. So uh, I think even eight years ago, Arga started doing three oven Argas. Um, but the, the the other option would have been to buy a new 13 amp, which I didn't really want to do because I, even then I knew there were some issues with the 13 amp. There the being issues with the, the power board. I think. The, uh, the power board or the control unit on the actual 30 amp Arga. Anyway, so we went for a reconditioned 30 amp. It, it looked just like new when we um, we had it uh, installed. Uh, and we uh, the, the company that actually installed it was a company called Mr. Cooker. Uh, a guy who installed it was somebody called Tony, who, who used to uh, work for Arga, or used to be in it. Uh, he was trained by Arga to be an engineer. So I knew what it's doing, and it was uh, did a very good job at actually bringing all the Arga in because we've we've got a like a stepped entrance to uh, this property, so it's quite a hard hard job for what for, there's only one person here installed it. But we've had that Arga now for uh, eight years, and uh, we've had a few issues with it. The the elements have uh, have blown. I think we've got through about three. Three elements uh, and on, on 30 amp the, the the elements can be wired dif differently depending on how new it is so even though uh, I got the Arga eight years ago our internal workings are of an older Arga so that means that the elements are in series whereas if you buy a newer 30 amp Arga they're going to be in parallel which means that if on the newest newer um, Argas if one of the elements goes you, you can still carry on using the Arga but to change the element, you've got to change the whole bank of elements. Um, but on the on the older Arga, the one we've got, uh, if an element goes, you can just you can't really use the Arga. Uh, and to change the element is it works out a bit cheaper. But um, for example, uh, one element goes, it's going to be about fifty pounds to replace the element. But then you need to call out the Arga repair company. We we still use use spiller spillers of charred, and the call out charge will be a hundred pounds. It's £80 call out, then you pay for the first half an hour, uh, which I think is about £22. Um, so the total cost to replace an element is about 150 quid. And so um, I think we've done that twice. And uh, we've also had a problem with the, the fan on the back here. The fan, um, it's got a, on the back of the 30 amp, it's got like a casing. Um, and the way the 30 amp works is this fan is important because it, it rot makes the heat rotate in the ovens. Uh, so if it breaks, your agar goes cold. So um, we've replaced two or maybe three of those. 
and they are quite expensive. They're about £350 a time. So, um, overall, we've we've had a, quite a few problems. Uh, well, say a few problems. It, it doesn't seem that much. Uh, it is, looking back, uh, it looks like about, about once a year that maybe we've had a problem with it. But if you look at the running costs, the running costs are pretty cheap. It's only £48 a month to run. And I know that. Uh, because that's the cost on the on the meter, the off-peak meter. Uh, you could say, well, well, on the when you're running a Comedy Seven, you are paying more for your electricity during the daytime, which is probably true. Uh, but um, we don't tend to use that much electricity. The the uh, the, the house stays hot because of the Arga, uh, and uh, so generally, I think it's a win situation. Um, but overall, I really like this saga, even though we've had these few issues with it. Um, we really like it. Okay, so that's um, my story of our Argus. Um, oh, I've forgotten, there's another Argus we've got. Uh, uh, and the other Argus we've got currently, so we are, currently I've got three Argus. I've got one in the rented house in Taunton, the one which I bought new. I've got the reconditioned Argus here. Um, and I've got a Argus in our training room. So I've got an Arga which I bought off eBay. Uh, the Arga in our training room is an Arga, um, it's one of the first deluxe Argas. So the deluxe Arga has got chrome lids and it's one of the first ones, and I can tell that by the, the, the actual tower rails. It's got a different tower rail but it hasn't got the ends on, uh, the ends as, as a current Arga has. It's got ends um, which are like open. It's uh, difficult to describe, but um, it's got chrome lids. Uh, and that Arga we we bought on eBay for one hundred twenty three pounds, um, and it's it was a fantastic buy because um, it looks very good. The enamel, I think it was it had been re enamelled recently uh, when we bought it, uh, so the enamel looks really good. Uh, and the reason we got it cheap is because there's no gas burner with it. The gas burner was completely useless. But we didn't need that. We didn't need it because we've got it in our uh, in our training kitchen in the, in the office. And really, we didn't need to um, to use it. So it's just there. And we it means that we can go through the process uh, when we're training people. Uh, and I can show them other bits and f- features of the Argo when we're actually going through the process or training uh, a new franchisee or a new employee. Okay, so that, that, that's uh, giving you some sort of idea of our history of Argus um, over the years uh, since we've been running this business. So um, we've been now going since April 2004, so nearly 12 years, 12 years next month. We've cleaned hundreds of Argus. Uh, we've got a reputation of cleaning Argus uh, and... Uh, I go out, still go out cleaning Argus. Uh, I was out before Christmas, and looking at the way our bookings are going at the moment, it looks like uh, we're booking a week or two in advance. We're getting quite busy, um, so it means I will probably go out and do some Argus when the Argus season sick up, the Argus cleaning season starts, uh, which will be uh, it will start getting busier as of uh, this month, uh, towards the end of this month, uh, going into uh, in, going into spring. Okay, so that's Graham Rogers from Oven Gleamers, the Oven Clean franchise. Until next time, thank you. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to the Oven Gleamers World Podcast. If you have enjoyed it, please subscribe. Please tell all your friends and join us for our next episode. Thank you.